Hey guys, welcome to Status Random with Sean. This is episode 77, and today it's just going to be whatever the hell comes out of my mouth. I have been so terrible at doing this lately. I have been so tired. I didn't even, I just realized I'm in my sixth month of pregnancy. I, I still feel like my belly is still really small. I remember being six months pregnant with my other kids and having this big old belly, so this baby is definitely smaller. But there has been so much shit going on. Uh, I don't even, it's like a Jerry Springer show in my mind is all I can say. Between moving and and our household goods are gone and raising a preteen. Oh my gosh, that I want to literally, that is the hardest thing ever. They don't warn you about a female, raising a female preteen is it is such a mind game because one day something will piss them off. The next day that won't piss them off. And then the third day something totally different plus that thing will piss them off. And you just don't know if you should stare at a wall, look in the corner, breathe too loud. It is terrible. It is terrible. And I'm hormonal and I just want to be like flip my switch. But I know that, you know, it to me, a preteen when they're either menstruating or when they're whatever they're going through, it's like talking to a drunk person. You'll never get through to them. It's like they're not there. Their body is there. Their um, the way that they do things every day is there, but they're not there. Like someone has taken their soul during those times. <laughs> That's the only way I can describe it. You want to just run and hide. And God bless my husband who one day will have three menstruating women in one house, but luckily we're having a boy. So therefore, he will also have a little bit of testosterone around, hopefully, um, to help keep them sane during those times. But he's lucky that, you know, I'm pregnant right now because I couldn't imagine both of us going through those things. But anyways, the housing market is a complete freaking nightmare. I tell you what, I know I spoke about this on my last episode, But we thought four houses ago, we got this house. We bidded like $25,000, $30,000 over asking price. We did an appraisal gap. We did all this stuff. And then, bam, someone came in and was like, nah, I got $75,000 cash. House is mine, bitch. Right? So we lost that one. Actually, we lost. This is our fourth bid. And we're finally pending on a house. The ha ha. We had to bid 50000 over asking, a 10000 appraisal gap, and earnest money was $3,500 and pay all closing costs. Um, we broke, bitches. We are broke now. Like, I cannot even tell you how many ways I'm going to be making ramen noodles for our family. <laughs> Oh my God, we needed a house. Um, I will say that that my psychic said that we were going to have a corner lot house. If we do indeed um, follow through with this house, if everything pans out right and it does become our house after inspections and so forth, uh, she's wrong because it's not a cult. It's not a corner house. I it does not have a pool. Uh, it does not have a Sega palm tree in the front or palm trees in the back. It's the complete opposite. It has like. A mystical, beautiful creek behind it. It has a beautiful deck. 
it has beautiful everything aside and not one damn sack of palm tree in the front. More bushes. So, um, we shall see, right? It's also not where we wanted to live. It's a little bit further than my parents. About 30 minutes. But hey, that's okay, right? Uh, speaking of my parents, God bless them. <clears throat> Even on my mom's birthday, they went to look at a house. Now, let me talk about this house real quick. So... I send them to this place. I have a really great realtor who my dad introduced me to. And, uh, you know, some military families, they just buy houses because it is cheaper. And this is everybody in the world, too. But when you're going to stay somewhere for just a few years, you want to buy. So that way your mortgage is cheaper than what your rent would be, right? So you're kind of making out with extra money. So they had no intentions of upgrading anything in the house. In fact, the things that they upgraded, like the lights, look like we went back into the Jetsons. It was terrible. And, like, part of the countertop wasn't fixed. So it had me as a bleh from the beginning. And I don't like houses that have bedrooms in the very front of the house. Who remembers those Unsolved Mystery videos? Um, all these crime scene videos where kids are kidnapped from the front window because their room was in the very front of the house and the parents were way in the back. I don't play that bullshit. I don't want a house like that, so I'm very bougie about that. That stuff has always stuck with me. Anyways, carry on to... So my dad goes out and it's got this weird like deck and it almost looks like it's floating on grass, but whatever. And then he turns around and he goes, oh my God, there's a big brown snake. And I said, skirt, that is Satan's house, dad. You must leave now. No bid will be put in for this house. And all of a sudden he's like, yeah, this house would not pass for VA at all. There were so many things that needed to be done, but the damn snake did not even move when my dad got close. That's how you know it was so comfortable with the surrounding areas. And I said, that is okay with me because it is Satan. And needless to say, we did not put a bid on the house. Even though the realtor for that house said, we have so many bids. I'm like, good luck to you. That is Satan's house. I know that going back to Florida, they have every poisonous snake or regular snake you can think of. I don't need to see it. Okay. I don't know. I don't need to see it. There's some things in the world that you don't need to see. And my biggest fear is snakes. Don't come out with me no snakes because I will be the strongest person, the fastest person. <laughs> I'd probably lift up a damn house if I saw a snake. Anyways, I couldn't sleep after that night, after thinking of that snake. It was just not a no, but a hell no to that house. Needless to say, the housing market is crock of shit right now, and it's very stressful, but I'm glad to be pending, and hopefully nothing, you know, falls through or anything like that, and we can have a home, and, you know, have our household goods arrive, and then the baby arrives, and everything will be fine and dandy, but I, guys, I, oh my gosh, we're leaving, like, so soon, like, it's surreal how soon we're leaving England. And all I keep thinking about was it ruined me because I didn't want to go back to America. But then we went on the emergency leave and I was like, this is what I've been missing. And the culture shock is crazy. You know, it's like here you have like maybe three options of toothpaste. And then you go back to America, it's like 150 options. And I and things are so much more expensive. But I'm just kind of ready to settle down, be an adult, own a house, have our third baby, and just go from there. And hopefully, 
everything works out in our favor. And everything is smooth sailing from now on. But it has been... It's been hard. It's been real hard. We had a really, really big scare with the baby. Um, <laughs> I know I talk about military doctors a lot, and this is one of the reasons why. Um, I sometimes, you know, there's good military doctors. There's not so good ones. There's, you know, I don't know. We remember when my oldest, they found something on her brain scan, and we rushed out to a specialist who said, this is nothing. This has nothing to do with anything. This is just like a random find. It will not do anything for her or to her. And they thought that they found something called Vasa Previa, um, which basically means that you're, you can't go into labor. You'd have to have a C-section early on because if those blood vessels break between the um, placenta and the umbilical cord or whatever, or something like that, it can rupture and your baby would bleed to death and die. So it has to be monitored. You're on pelvic rest, you're on bed rest. All these things happen. You can't do anything like I, I would have to leave here even earlier um, and so forth. And then they thought I had something else wrong with my placenta where it was separated. So here I am for two weeks freaking out. Um, not one, but two radiologists on base said that they possibly had that. Look, I, I don't know if it's because the techs who were doing the ultrasound or what maybe didn't get good pictures because they originally didn't get good pictures of the baby's heart. Um, the, the really shitty part is, is that when you get all these ultrasounds or whatever on base, it's not a medical necessity to have a picture printed out of your baby. So it really makes you really sad as a pregnant person that you don't get to document these things. You have to take pictures of it with your phone, but you don't have a printout like you do like most people off base. So they sent me, um, the OB doctor was amazing and sent me to, for an emergency referral off base on the NHS in the UK. And I got in about a week later. And uh, they found nothing. They said, everything looks great. My placenta looks amazing. I have an anterior placenta, which is why I don't feel the baby as much. Uh, but there's nothing wrong with my placenta. There is no Vasa Previa. And then I can continue normal life. Talk about a mind game, right? When it all was happening and radiology was saying this stuff, my mind was going to... Am I, was I being selfish wanting to have another kid? Was I being selfish if I have this rare, this rare, you know, issue with the baby that is like 0.04% of people get it when they're pregnant? And so for me, it was too much. It was too much. You know, I started to get depressed and think, you know, do, am I going to leave early are the kids going to come with me? Am I going to lose this baby anytime? Me picking this trash can up to our trash bag up, is that going to make the baby lose, you know, rupture anything or, or living this life in fear? I joined an awareness group. I did all these things. And these stories these women had, uh, successful stories, because if you find Vasa Previa very early, which usually at your 20-week anatomy scan, they find those things, um, there's ways for you to um, monitor it and make sure that you have a healthy baby, but you usually have to be put in the hospital from 32 weeks on, and you usually give birth between 34 and 35 weeks. And so for me, it was like, this isn't part of the plan, which I know everybody else is probably thinking that too, if they have it. 
Our plan was to move, get our house, household goods, then the baby comes. And, and, and it really, it made me feel like a shitty person that I could have prevented this by not wanting to have another baby. But needless to say, so far the baby is healthy. The NHS said the baby weighs about a pound, one pound, three ounces. And I'm going to hit my third trimester in just a few weeks. And, um... I'm thankful, man. I'm thankful. Super thankful. You know, that scare really made me realize how precious, you know, this baby's life is. And so it really makes you think because, you know, something's in your stomach. You kind of don't, you know, I'm addicted to Diet Coke, all these things. And so it really made me think that I have to think about everything as a whole, you know, the baby, myself, everything. And, and that was scary. I do have cholestasis. Um, I do, you know, the itchiness and I'm on medicine for that, which I don't think I should be on medicine because my numbers are not super elevated. And the research I've done shows that pregnant women have a little bit of elevation at times. Uh, but some people I read have like their levels are like 87 and mine's 11.4 and 11.6. So I am going to talk to a doctor about that. I think we may have jumped the gun on that one because my itching was all gone. And then he put me on the medicine for it. And then I was itchy again. So it didn't really work well for me. But oh, we'll see. But needless to say, we're almost out. We're going to blow this taco stand. We're about to head to Florida. And hopefully have a home to go to and hopefully have a healthy baby and a healthy family. And I wish everybody nothing but the best. I hope that I'll be able to do this again next week. We are in an empty house. I'm sitting on an air mattress, um, which is a whole nother crap crap anyways, being pregnant and sleeping on an air mattress. But it's what life has handed us right now. Um, but I'm hoping to be able to do this again next week. Uh, but until then, thank you so much for listening to Status Random. Bye.